Hello, and welcome to the Moncast, where we compare Pokemon and Digimon. I'm Steamy, and as usual, I'm joined by Cheezai236. Hello! 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 The 236th Cheezai. Yes, there's 236 other Cheezai's out there. Don't be fooled on which one I am. I'm not 235 or 234. I'm 236. Yeah, it's like Mew and Mewtwo. They went all the way up to Mew 236. You know what the 236 Pokemon is? What? Delibird. Oh, Delibird's good. Because I checked. <laughs> uh, the current score is 16 and 14 to Pokemon, and this time we'll be discussing the 31st episodes, The Firing Squad and Opposites Attract. <laughs> and disclaimer, we recommend watching the episodes before you listen any further, or you'll have no idea what we're going on about. Let's start off with the firing squad, which has an exclamation mark, so it can't be said without enthusiasm and excitement. The firing squad, specifically firing. The firing squad. As always, we start off with the narrator reminding us that hey, we're on the way to Goldenrod, but guess what? Filler first. Because we can't actually get to Goldenrod. Oh no, it's going to be ages. Like, ten episodes at least. Yeah. I'm not imagining it. It is every episode so far. The narrator's gone, we're on the way to Goldenrod, guys. But first, let's stop off here. <laughs> and I didn't even catch the name of this town. Did it have a name? Uh, no. I didn't make a note of it. I don't think it did have a name. I think it's just place that we are. It is just the place where the the firefighting Grand Prix is going on. An incredibly dangerous and wasteful idea. Hey, I mean, yeah, you need to have drills to train Pokemon, but you don't need to have a spectacle of it. It doesn't need to be an event. It should just be a thing you do in a closed place. It's just a bad idea for a competition all round. Let's get everyone in a stadium and then intentionally start a fire in the middle of it. Right. I mean, to be fair, there are performances and like stuff that use fire, so it's more or less like that. Pyrotechnics and all that. I suppose, but it's not the same as, like, expecting the Pokemon to stop this fire, or things will just keep burning and burning and burning. The other thing, too, is they did say that they all were, like, professionals, except for Ash, obviously, because Ash is dumb and has to be in everything. But (laughs) they did say it was, like, all professional. I don't know. So maybe that's why it's okay, because it's not, like, an amateur thing. Or it's not supposed to be an amateur thing. Ash, get out of there, please. Ash just literally has to borrow Misty's Pokemon to even have a team. No, and he doesn't even ask either. He's like, that's why I have to borrow Staryu and Psyduck. And Misty's like, you could have asked first. I mean, better idea. Just let Misty do it. Or yeah, let the water trainer do it. Let Misty do things. No, Ash has to do everything, Stevie. Come on, Ash is the best character. No, he's not. I know, but the show seems convinced that he is, so... But seriously, this episode... It should have been a Misty episode. I mean, it's it's firefighting with water Pokemon. It's Misty's thing. It really should have been, yeah. And we could have had more more Misty Pokemon, maybe. I don't know. Something. It's, uh, yeah. But no, it's always Ash. Ash, she puts Pikachu on a firefighting team. 
<laughs> Pikachu does nothing. What can Pikachu do? I think Pikachu's Thunderbolt starts fires. Yeah, yeah, Thunderbolt starts fires. But hey, on the bright side, the filler character is one we've apparently seen before in the Orange Islands, a series I've never watched. It's a really weird character, actually. And it's funny that they actually, in this episode, have both the War Turtle Squad and the Squirtle Squad. Because when the War Turtle s- the team showed up, it was weird because it's like, well, the Squirtle Squad already exists, so why would you make a group of War Turtle? And then in this episode, they just have both of them. <laughs> it's like, okay. I do like that the Squirtle Squad just shows up, though. Yeah, and it's it's interesting. It's just weird that they brought these two weirdly random groups together at the same time, and we're like, yeah, this is our episode. It's just two different callbacks. Yes, two different callbacks that were weird to exist in the first place. But at least there was actually... A useful recap for once. Because it's just like, hey, here's how we know this guy. And I forgot his name. What was it? It started with an A. Aiden. That's right. Aiden. Captain Aiden. And Team War Turtle. Captain Aiden. I mean, Team War Turtle, though, doesn't have a great ring to it. Yeah. They they are better than Team Squirtle, though. I'm sorry. War Turtle is definitively the best evolution in Squirtle's line. I'm sorry. But Blastoise has cannons. But War Turtle has Fuzzy ears and a fuzzy tail. He wins. War Turtle just wins. Uh, you just can't beat War Turtle. I remember playing like the Gen 1 Pokemon games, not evolving Turtle. I didn't evolve it to Blastoise. <laughs> I just wanted War I liked War Turtle so much, I just never evolved it into Blastoise. <laughs> I was like, Blastoise is lame. <laughs> that poor War Turtle, never realizing its full potential. It was still the strongest Pokemon on my team. I mean, it, it had a high level still and everything. Yeah, but its stats would be better if it evolved. Yeah, but that doesn't mean it isn't still good. Did it reach level 100 as a War Turtle? I don't remember what level I got into. I don't think... I think the only Pokemon I ever actually got to level 100 was my Torterra in Diamond. I did the same with my Empoleon in Pell. My Empoleon could just, like, wipe up the whole of the Elite Four single-handedly. Yeah, my Torterra was the same way, yeah. Ah, uh, good times, good times. Ash will never do such a thing with any of his starter Pokemon. <laughs> Evolve them or leave them? Because he does that all the time. Evolve them, level them up, beat the Elite Four with them. Oh, yeah, no. No, he'll never do that. He will never achieve success with a starter Pokemon. No, because what is evolution in Pokemon, am I right? It's a mythical thing that Ash clearly doesn't understand. Yep. I think it only happens to Caterpies and Pidgeys, I'm not sure. I can't remember the last Pokemon I saw him evolve. It might have been Charizard. I can't remember if he evolved any Pokemon after that. Yeah, and of course he's an idiot, because all of his Pokemon he does manage to evolve. He leaves, even the ones who haven't evolved yet! Ash! You idiot! Okay, are we getting there then? Are we just gonna go there? (laughs) Yeah, we need to talk about the fact that in the first, what, like, two minutes, this episode immediately, like, upsets you, and then in the last two minutes, it upsets you again, and it just ruins everything. (laughs) So the episode doesn't really matter. If you watch the first two minutes and the last two minutes, you get everything you need to be angry and to hate this episode with a passion, like I'm sure me and Stevie do. (laughs) Because in the first two minutes, Ash... It shows Ash giving Tauros back to Professor Oak, which is great, because we talked about that last episode. We thought that that was super stupid, because it's like, why would you keep Tauros? That's dumb. Heracross is better. Why would you keep Tauros? So he gives Tauros back, and you think, oh, cool, he's going to get Heracross back, and everything's fine. No, he leaves Heracross. He gives Tauros back, 
and leaves Heracross. And I just, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> like, okay, Tauros is, because okay, the other thing too is it shows Ash's entire team, because he's at the Pokemon Center. So it's like, oh, your Pokemon are all done with their checkup. And it's literally like just a team of starters and Pikachu. <laughs> part is and you think like oh that's lame ash's team is just starters and pikachu the last two minutes of the episode sees squirtle being given away <laughs> so he doesn't even have that and i hate everything because i love squirtle <laughs> poor squirtle ah! Ah! <laughs> why ash why i want to cry what have you done squirtle was the best no and the sad thing, too, is it's like, it's like, well, it, it, like the thought literally crossed my head of like, well, at least he still has Bulbasaur for now. It's like, yeah, it'd be nice. It's nice to have Bulbasaur still here for as long as Bulbasaur lasts until it doesn't. <sighs> so salty. I know it's going to happen. And I'm so, so salty. I feel like I don't need to say anything because you've kind of said it all. That's it. We don't even need to talk about the rest of the episode. Like, it doesn't matter. We just, it's the worst Pokemon episode. Heracross is still gone. Squirtle was given away. I hate everything. It's not filler. Ash is the worst. Digimon is the better episode. Moving on. We're just not talking about this. No, no, no. I need to at least throw in some thoughts about Squirtle myself. First of all, when the Squirtle squad showed up, my initial reaction was positive. I was like, yes, this is so cool. They're back. Then as soon as Ash's Squirtle took the lead role, I was like, oh, Squirtle's going, isn't he? You kind of worry, because you're like, oh, that's nice that he's leading his old team. I really hope that's all that's happening right now. <laughs> you could just, you could see the cogs whirring in Ash's head, just like, wow, Squirtle's really, really good with the Squirtle squad, isn't he? Wow, they really need Squirtle. I swear, like, midway through this episode, you can feel, like, the metaphorical bandage of your emotions slowly being peeled, like, painfully. And then at that last two minutes, it just gets ripped off all at once. <laughs> oh, it's awful. I hate it. <laughs> I hate this episode. So, Heracross is gone. Yep. He now has five Pokemon in his team. Yep. Not even a complete team. Nope. And then he releases Squirtle. Yep. He has four. Three starters. And Pikachu. Yep. What's that? Two grass type, a fire type, and an electric. So he has no balance either. <laughs> he can sure use a lot of vine whip. The Squirtle squad were fine without Squirtle. Yeah, like, I don't get that. Like, if you're gonna give a Pokemon away, like, you would think it would be Bulbasaur or Chikorita, since there's two grass types. Like, you know, you want to even out his team, give him some variety, fine, give one of them away. But no, he doesn't have any. He only has Squirtle. So why would you give Squirtle away? <laughs> like, why? I think it's only a matter of time till Toadile turns up. Now that Squirtle's gone. But... Yeah, but still, like, why? You could have just... Giving Squirtle to Professor Oak so you could have an occasional checkup would have been better than just... Uh... Why? Why is he... He's giving Squirtle to just generic Officer Jenny. Yeah, I mean, true, Squirtle's going back with his friends, but if you cared about him being with his friends, you would have just left him there originally. And yeah, I know, I think Squirtle chose to go with Ash, but still. Ah. Squirtle's been forced into retirement by Ash. No, retirement was with Ash. Now he's forced back into duty because he's actually doing something important with his life. He's firefighting. Firefighting. He's actually doing something that's valuable. <laughs> it's bigger bull than Tauros. <sighs> so, Bug is gone. Cow that replaced Bug is gone. Turtle is gone. 
Ash is just slowly, slowly getting rid of his team. And I know what they're doing because they do this every, like, generation where it's like, oh, he has to get rid of all of his Pokemon so he can get new ones. Like, I think Gen 3 is the first one where he's like, no, I am starting over from scratch. And he's like, I am just leaving all of my Pokemon. But Gen 2 is literally just him slowly giving all of his Pokemon away until he, so until he gets a team of new Pokemon. <laughs> but I don't know if that's better or worse. It just feels bad. It is bad. It feels so bad. It's like some conspiracy the writers are making to just slowly but surely get rid of everyone that you love. Heracross is a Gen 2! <laughs> and he's gone! I hope Heracross comes back. I don't remember if Heracross comes back, but I really hope he does. Because, yeah, Heracross is a Gen 2, so it's like it works for Johto, if that's what you're trying to do. It'll be a while now, now that Professor Oak's got his hands on him. Yeah. I have to do my research on your bug. Oh, I'm named after a tree! <laughs> my brain is equally the size of an acorn! I don't know why I'm talking like this. Well, it's more like, oh, hello, Ash. I'm going to take your Pokemon from you and then not send them back. <laughs> They're all mine. <laughs> I need them for my research, little boy. What is my research? None of your business. <laughs> Honestly, I just got sick of the pile of sludge. It's nice to have something different. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Poor Muck. Poor Oak. I don't know. Poor everyone that has come to know Ash. Okay, there is one good thing about the Squirtle Squad, though, which is that they all kept the sunglasses in the shells. Yes, they all still have their sunglasses, which is great. Just for the big reveal, like, oh my god, they still have the sunglasses, guys. That's so fun. It doesn't redeem redeem the show. No, I, yeah. They even pulled out the, the cliche sad farewell music and the flashbacks and everything. Just like, why? Why do you want us to suffer? Just tell us Squirtle is gone and move on. Don't don't torture us like this. Also worth mentioning. Uh, nurse Joy is not a very good nurse. Because she literally looks at Ash's Pokemon and says, You take good care of your Pokemon. Which I am sorry. I do not believe. Ash is like the little kid who gets a puppy. And it's like, oh yeah, I always wanted a puppy. And it's like, oh no, they died. I don't know what happened. I fed them like a month ago. What happened? <laughs> so yeah, Nurse Joy is not a credible nurse. Heracross is gone, Swirtle is gone, and we're moving on. No, it wouldn't be right to not mention that Team Rocket was pretty solid. Oh yeah, and their, uh, what was it called? The Torture torture Scorcher device that just shot flames, I guess. That was literally all, it was just a giant flamethrower. Only Team Rocket would bring a giant flamethrower to a firefighting competition (laughs) and expect it to work. Imagine those inflatable... Like, noodle arm guy things that just, like, usually they're outside, like, a car dealership or something, and they're just, like, flipping around. It's like that, but imagine flames are coming out of the hands. That's basically what it is. <laughs> so, unless there's anything else, should we should we finish up Pokemon? Yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> I think we vented. So, was this episode Poke Filler? No. Sadly not, because Ash lost a cow. He sent the cow back, and also... Permanently got rid of his turtle. Ash! Curse you! Catch him! He's not a super villain, he's just an idiot. He's he's both. He knows what he did. He's a monster! We'll hear nothing to the contrary. And overall thoughts. It's awful. It's really bad. Yeah. 
It had War Turtle, so I want to say that I love it, but I also hate it, so... I mean, it removes any chance of a War Turtle being part of Ash's team. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. Yep, worst episode. Ash could have had a War Turtle. Ash could also have a Raichu, and that also makes me upset, because I love Raichu. Raichu's like my favorite Pokemon. You need to stop liking Pokemon. I just need to stop watching the anime is what I need to stop doing. <laughs> this episode was a bad one. It is just bye-bye Butterfree all over again. It's bye-bye Butterfree, goodbye Charizard, it's all of the sad, goodbye Pidgeot, all of it. It's all of the sad stuff. It's so long Squirtle. Yeah, Ash is just the worst. He is. He's really bad. He is very bad. He's actively destroying his own Pokemon team. It already consists of just starters. <laughs> Gotta catch him also true. He's caught two. That's three. Two of them are stars. So we're only on episode 31, but still, like, why? Why are you doing this to us? Catch something. It's fine if you catch lots of Pokemon and then you trade things with Professor Oak. That's fine. But don't just give them away. Never to be seen again. You monster. No, no, I've changed my mind. Professor Oak is the true villain. How is Professor Oak the villain? He's the one that gave Ash a Pokedex and Pikachu in the first place and set him off on this wild journey. It's his fault we, we loved. And, and now he's the one holding Heracross hostage. It's all Professor Oak's fault. You're right, it is Professor Oak's fault. Professor Oak! Why? Why have you done this? We just wanted to, to watch Pokemon and watch Ash catch them all. Catch them all doesn't mean catch and release them all. It means catch them all! It's more like catch two. God. Uh. Shall we move on to Digimon then? Yeah, let's move on to the one... I hate less. Let's move on to Opposites Attract. Here we go! TK does the recap of the last episode and fast talks through the whole thing, even though nothing really happened. Yeah, not really. <laughs> I don't understand why. Because we need a recap at the beginning of every episode. But why is he talking so fast? Because there's a lot to go through. But there isn't. I know. Blackwall Greymon appeared. There, I did it. I recapped it. TK also forgot to mention that Ken was being a, ch a whiny little jerk, also. That's very important. Ran off, like, I don't want to help you guys because I'm sad. You guys can die, I don't care. The worst is the worst. Ash is the worst, but Ken is also the worst. But Chisai, Ken has PTSD. I know, but PTSD is an excuse to let your friends die. <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty solid excuse. Yeah, but not in a cartoon. Not in a cartoon. In real life, if you have PTSD, that's a serious issue, and I feel for you. I'm sorry. But in a cartoon, I'm allowed to be upset with it to an unreasonable degree. Because <laughs> there's no feelings being hurt. Exactly. <laughs> the fictional characters, so we can abuse them and insult them as much as we like. Yes, because all I see is Ken. He literally just messages them back and says, I don't want to ruin your team dynamic. Like, <laughs> you're such a jerk. Like, just say you can't help, or you, you can't bring yourself to do it, or I'm sorry, something like that. But not, I don't want to ruin your team dynamic. Because that just sounds like such a, like a backhanded kind of thing. It sounds like he's pointing the blame on them. It's like, I'm sorry you don't want me there. Right, exactly. So I'm not coming to save you. I mean, isn't that much better this episode? N well, see, this episode is a little more like... He's having actual, like, issues. So, like, this episode I'm actually okay with. But it doesn't excuse what happened in the last episode. The last episode is its own thing. This episode is kind of forced to be there. 
There's literally no escape. Yeah. It also kind of comes right out of nowhere because it's like, oh, Black War Greymon's here and now Dark Ocean. Oh. It's Dark Ocean time again. Yay. Comes around once every like 12 episodes, perhaps. If that. If that. I think this is only the third time it's come up. Ken's mentioned it. Kari's nearly drowned in it. And now this. Where Yoli's just kind of dragged into it unwillingly. Yeah. And it's just there. Yeah. Yoli is just like, I don't know what's happening, you guys. What What are you talking about? What What happened? Meanwhile, Ken and Kari are just like, hello, darkness, my old friends. <laughs> yeah, see this? I like this episode because it, it feels like it's legitimately like Ken and Kari are actually having like emotional breakdowns about whatever is happening or influencing them. But the other episode, like, yeah, no excuse. Also, random Blossom Mon. Yeah. Enough said. <laughs> just stop that. Just random Blossom Mon. Yeah. I mean, yeah, ran- it was literally just that was the weird random monster of the day was just Blossom Mon. <laughs> I have literally no notes written down about Blossom Mon. It's, it's just a big flower. It is. Yeah, it's just so weird. I always get, okay, for some reason too, I don't know why, I always get Blossom Mon and uh, Sunflower Mon mixed up. Like their names. Blossomon's the one that you want to take a weed hacker to. Blossomon was there just to give Sylphimon something to fight. Pretty much, yeah. It was just random, yeah, monster. So that we can get new DNA digivolution. It's half cat, half bird. Such a weird thing to put together. I like Sylphimon. I think Sylphimon's cool, but yeah, it is kind of weird. But the episode is called Opposites Attract. So it kind of makes sense. One thing I do think is weird, too, and I get, like, oh, uh, Yoli and Kari have, like, a connection, and they have a moment, and it's nice and everything. But, like, but the the Digimon don't really have any, like, effects on it, which is weird to me. Like, they don't have any say in, like, what's happening, despite the fact... See, I would think it would have to be more the Digimon. Well... A combination of both, because it, like, it seems weird that, like, oh, the humans are connecting, and so, okay, I guess we're just gonna get smashed together now. (laughs) That's how that works. Sure. (laughs) I've suddenly fused with something else. Well, the Digimon just all get along anyway. It's only the kids that have arguments and stuff. Yeah, that's true. That's true. The Digimon's role is to be very cute, and then Digivolve into cool things. Yeah. Yeah, but it could be better. If Hawkmon and Gatamon had to bond, they'd have to come up with personalities for Hawkmon and Gatamon first. How hard would that be, though? Like, you can... First of all, Gatamon has a personality. We just dumped it at the start of O2. Actually, we dumped it at the end of her arc. Let's, that's what happened. She had a whole personality during that whole arc where she was revealed in season one. And the second she was, like, part of the the group, it's like it stole her personality. Like, it was just sucked out of her. <laughs> like, you are now just one of the mindless Digimon in this group now. Despite the fact that she actually had, like, a story built around her. And it was like, nah. The rest of season one, you're just a thing that exists. And then season two, you're just a vehicle for cat puns. Which is still so conflicting for me because I love puns. But they shouldn't be coming from Gatoman. <laughs> she is now just cat puns. And I love Kari. Isn't Kari so great? What's Hawkman's personality? Just, I'm here to berate Yoli when she's stupid. He's weirdly hard on Yoli. Just like, oh, here we go again. He's a childminder. <laughs> That's what he is. Yeah, and he's not very good at it either. <laughs> I mean, how many times has Yoli just tried to climb up things? It's a frightening, <laughs> recurring trend for her. 
Just like she'll try and climb spires or climb down cliffs. Why why is she drawn to do that so often? She has a flying Digimon that can just do it. Oh yeah, the cliff the cliff thing was just the worst. Honestly, she just tries climbing down the cliff to get something. It's just like your flying bird Digimon is still right next to you. It wasn't even like she was alone and she saw it and it's like, oh shoot, uh yeah, I'll just try to climb down. No, Hawkmon was standing right there, and not her, or Hawkmon, or Gatomon, or Kari, or Ken, or Wormmon said anything. <laughs> they were just like, yeah, sure, Loli, try to go and get it. Send Yoli down so we can have a dangerous accident, and it can be dramatic and stuff. Uh, and Ken gets to scream again. Yes. Ken and Ken's not doing so well in this episode. No one's doing well. Everyone gets to scream, except for Yoli. Everyone screams. It's okay, everyone screams. So much screaming. S- slightly terrifying. On the bright side, I think it's fairly obvious that Kari and Yoli are lesbian. Possibly? Yoli straight up calls Kari beautiful. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that they're... While they're holding hands. Okay, you can hold hands with in, your... In a, a bright pink light of, like, love and bonds and friendship. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to talk about the sexuality of children, okay? <laughs> I mean, they're about the age where they start to think about that kind of thing. Are they, like, 10 or 12? Like, they're still really little. I think 12 is kind of that age. High school age. At least UK high school age. Well, I guess, yeah, 12 would be start of high school, yeah. Very start. Wow, 12. That seems so young. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I guess that's true. That they could be, like, thinking it over at that point. Maybe then, yeah. I could see it happening. Yoli and Kari. Yeah, it'd be a cute couple. And you have Sylphimon as the Digimon. They're awesome, badass partner Digimon. They get married, Sylphimon brings the rings. Is <laughs> the ring bearer. <laughs> it'd actually be pretty cute. <laughs> Or would it be cute to just, like, have the rings on Gatomon's tail? Oh, but then what does Hawkmon do? I don't know. Does Hawkmon read the vows? Like, is is Hawkmon the officiator? Yes. That sounds so cute. <laughs> it does, actually. Oh my gosh, now I love the idea of just characters getting married and their Digimon having roles in the wedding. That just sounds so cute. It does. Can you imagine all the, the Digimon going to a wedding and just having like little bow ties or ribbons? Oh my gosh, that'd be so cute. You just have like a whole one row would be just for the Digimon. And it'd be at the front just because they're too small to see over everyone else. Oh, that'd be so cute. You could even try to put them in little tuxedos or, or uh, dresses. You could paint Armadillomon's shell as a tuxedo since he can't really wear one. Okay, that might be too far. That sounds like animal cruelty. <laughs> it's just a hard shell. Plus, he's a magical digital creature. It's not going to affect him. You just fray him off later. Don't actually paint your armadillo, kids. It's not. Don't do that. That's that's not good. Don't Paint is not good for animals. I want to be clear here. It's only because it's a fictional digital armadillo. I don't think that's one of your better life lessons. They, they have their ups and downs, much like life itself. That's a good life lesson. Keep that in mind whenever I give advice. It has its ups and downs. Okay, I've got a couple more things <laughs> I want to talk about. Last episode, we, we cheered on Yoli for slapping Ken, because that was good, he deserved it. Yes. But then they, like, do two more slaps this episode, like Yoli and Kari, both, they both get a slap each. <laughs> and it feels like the writers have just sort of given up trying to write character development, and now just substitute in a slap. CK has also punched Ken before, so yeah. Yeah, that wasn't 
a substitute for character development. That was just TK hates the forces of evil and wants to punch them. <laughs> yeah, I guess. It wasn't TK trying to further his relationship with Ken. In this, Yoli and Kari both bond over the fact that they've slapped each other <laughs> back to the senses. That's not good character development. It's not building a relationship. It's really not. It's how Davis builds relationships, is punching. That's Davis's department. Do you really want to be Davis, you guys? No one wants to be Davis. No one even in-universe wants to be Davis. Not even Davis wants to be Davis. How has he not been ostracized at this point? They all just insult him for being a terrible leader quite often. He is the butt of a joke. If you hate him being leader so much, don't make him leader! There's a novel idea. Make someone else leader. Uh, Ty already gave him the goggles, and there's no takesy-backsies. Give the goggles to a girl for once. Jeez! Yoli has glasses, so she can't wear them. She can put them on her head. It would look like aviator goggles, actually. It would be kind of cool looking. That would be pretty cool, actually. And she has a flying Digimon. It's perfect. It's not going to happen. It has to be the cool, spiky-haired dude bro. It could be a cool, spiky-haired dude lady. I don't care. She can act exactly like a male protagonist and just be a girl, and I'm fine with that. I mean, it would mean that she gets to, to hit on Kari. So, sure, go for it. Just put Yoli in charge. I mean, she was pulling Davis's strings last episode anyway. <laughs> yeah, she did all the work. But according to Davis, Yoli doesn't care about anybody else. Yeah, that that was such a forced thing, by the way. <laughs> like, yeah, okay, T, uh, Davis constantly talking about how much he loves Kari is, is fine. Him saying, like, oh yeah, Kari does that because she's so sweet and caring. Like, that wouldn't have been so bad because Davis does love Kari, and of course he's going to compliment Kari at any turn. But... Saying that, oh yeah, you're not like Kari. That's so weird and random. Like, why? No one talks like that. They try and force the whole Kari and Yoli a different thing. Yeah, I could see Yoli maybe thinking like, oh, everyone really likes Kari. But it's so weird for Davis to just like out of left field be like, yeah, you're not like her. You only think about yourself. Just ouch. Yeah, and even if, like, even if that's true, like, even if Yoli was super selfish, it's like, way to not be constructive at all, Davis. Way to just not help. That that was bad. But hey, at least Davis didn't send Yoli away to be part of the Yoli squad. Yoli works so much better in charge of the other Yolis. He, I mean, Yoli almost did go away with a squad. Not in the way we're thinking. He just almost got lost with Ken and Gary. Those three characters are never heard from again for the rest of the series. That wouldn't be good, because we'd have no females. No, no girls on the team. No girls allowed. Boys club only. Boo. Oh, and before we finish up, Digimon, I have a theory as to why they're still in the human forms, which is the costumes cover up the mouth so you don't need to do any lip syncing. I know that's why they do it. Wait, what do you mean? It doesn't cover, uh, well, yeah, the collar. Yeah, there's like a whole scene in the cars where they don't have to animate any of mouth movement at all. And the dubbers can then just do whatever they feel like with those scenes. I get that that's the technical reason for why, but I don't get, like, you, I don't know. It, it's just weird. Like, it doesn't make any sense. And they're still using a car. Like, well, I guess a car kind of makes I don't know. It's just weird. They should just look like they're Digimon selves. It doesn't make any sense. Maybe there's not enough boot space for one of those, like, massive rifles that Moemon has. Yeah, where is that, by the way? I don't know. <laughs> if he rips the costume off, he's going to have it. But I don't see it. <laughs> it's data, isn't it? It can be compressed. Data shenanigans. Lame. 
You know what else is lame data shenanigans? Aru Kenimon being able to use an ability that she doesn't have with hair that appears to be endless. Well, I'm sure she'll bring it up if it gets too much. Still shouldn't be using an ability she doesn't have, though. I mean, they made it up for the show, it's fine. It doesn't have to stick exactly to whatever the official Digimon attacks are. Tisk tisk. I am disappointed in you, Digimon. You had to deus ex spirit needle us. Couldn't just use our Okenimon as she is or give her some weird device or something. No, you had to give her a random attack. That doesn't make any sense. It's not really an attack, it's just kind of an ability. Ability attack, either way. I mean, they didn't really do much this whole episode. No, they just made Blossommon and that was about it. They're still chasing Black War Greymon. Which is weird, because he's literally just walking through the forest, like, slow as heck. And they can't catch him, even though they're in a car. I don't know if they're just tailing him or actually trying to capture him again. They're trying to find him, yeah. But yeah. But yeah, this episode, considering, like, what happened last episode, this episode has, like, nothing to do with Black War Greymon. The only thing it kind of has to do with it is, like, them mentioning before that they're going to need stronger Digimon. So this is like, oh, well, now we have Sylphimon. Like, hey! But it's still really dumb because it's like, you introduced this, like, really, like, it's this really powerful mega Digimon. And it's it's a dark version of a Digimon that, like, saved the world in the last season. And it's supposed to be, like, really cool and, like, climactic and, like, awesome. And they just ignore it this episode. <laughs> They're just like, yeah, well, remember that? Well, let's ignore that for a second. Remember that dark ocean thing? Let's go back to that. Yeah, just like the pacing, it's like they're in the wrong order. They don't know what order to do things in because they've just not decided what the important stuff is yet. I'm not sure, but this might be the last time we see the dark ocean. Yeah, I remember that it never really gets resolved, so. There's nothing really to resolve there because it was just a thing. Yeah, but they don't like beat the entity that's like trying to get her. They never show the Digimon that was revealed that one time Kari went there. They never do anything like that. They never pay that off. It's just, yeah, it's a thing that's happening. Moving on. It's just, here's why Ken and Kari are sad. Yeah, here's why they're sad. Here's why they're having nightmares. You're just like, sure? I guess they're upset because of the dark ocean? Don't touch the water, I guess? I don't think any of the dark ocean episodes are good, really. Which is a shame, because they could have been. Yeah, it could have, but it's just... The series isn't focused enough for that, I guess. Yeah, it's just a bit all over the place at the moment. Oh well. On the bright side, this episode wasn't filler because we got Sylphimon. We can say that much about it. Ah, this episode was so boring and so, so dumb. Like, yo, Lee, what the heck? Let me climb down this cliff even though I have a flying Digimon. That's a good idea. Everyone else, yeah, sure, Yoli, that sounds like a good idea. You go for it. And look, I know they told her that it wasn't a good idea and that it wasn't safe, but no one ever, like, thought to be like, oh, just let Hawkmon get it. He can fly. I mean, Cody's the one with the crest of knowledge. Or the, whatever it is, the Digi-Egg of knowledge, not Yoli. Yeah, but that doesn't mean everyone else is brain dead. Apparently it does. Davis should be the only one that's brain dead. No one else has an excuse. Oh, well. I think both episodes are bad. Yeah, they are. They're awful. They are horrid. Mm, but we still have to decide which which was worse and all that stuff. So should we do mono a mono? Uh, yeah. Cool. Let's do it. Now it's time for Mono a Mono, where we attempt to compare these episodes by arguing over very trivial things. So first of all, who is our Monster of the Week? 
I'm curious to hear what your pick is, because I'm pretty certain it won't be the same as mine. War Turtle? Because I thought War Turtle was cute. And I like War Turtle. And it's nice to actually see the Pokemon I like, despite the fact that Ash owns the pre-evolution of a few of them and never evolved them. Okay. The one I picked was the Coagamon that we saw. <laughs> oh yeah, we didn't mention him. <laughs> I remember. That was so funny. Please don't see me. Please don't see me. I'm invisible. <laughs> the world's smartest Coagamon is the only one that's been able to talk. Yeah, did the writers forget that that's not supposed to be a Pokemon or a Digimon that's very intelligent? Like, it's supposed to just be like a, like a literal monster. <laughs> They've always been feral, and then there's just this one that comes like, oh, don't see me, don't see me, I'm invisible. Well, that's why he can't die, he's like the one intelligent Kawagamon. Actually, I kind of have a theory about that, which is kind of funny. It doesn't make any sense, but like, so you'll notice that like a lot of like, if you read a lot of the reference book stuff, a lot of insect Digimon especially are very feral. Like, they're just monsters, basically, with the exception of... Digi-destined Digimon? Like Tentomon. Like Tentomon's super smart. And all of his forms can talk and communicate and everything. So like, what if this Kowalkamon actually has a partner? <laughs> and it was just out in the digital world and it saw Blackboard Graham. It's like, oh my god. Oh my god, please. Please don't see me. Please don't see me. Please. I'm sorry. No. I'm invisible, please. I have a child at home. Please. Oh, that's uh, an interesting headcanon. This Kowalkamon's a Digi-destined partner. Yeah. Was that Kowalkamon actually a Digi-destined partner? I mean, why not? Yeah. The, we've seen Michael, who was just some random guy with the Betamon. Yeah, there's more. That's why he can talk. It's just got a partner, and it's just not in the di- the partner's just not in the digital world right now. Doesn't know what's going on. Cool. But who was better, that Kowagamon or War Turtle? Hmm. Well, hmm, probably that Kowagamon. But War Turtle is so cute. Kowagamon's not cute, but it was funny. I think there's five War Turtle. Which makes them not that special, because there's just so many. I have, an, I have an idea here. Okay, so choose rock, paper, or scissors. And do you want me to tell you? Yeah. Okay, scissors. I also had scissors. Okay, uh, try again. <laughs> Great idea. Um, rock. Okay, I had paper, so I'm picking more turtle. Ah, so, so you want more turtle to win because you want internet rock, paper, scissors that doesn't work properly. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I mean, you could just straight up just lie about what you were thinking. What? I, don't, I didn't lie. I had paper, I swear. I don't know that. I know. <laughs> you can't prove me otherwise. Well, all in more screen time as well. Yeah, that's true. But that Kawagamon, it's, it's a special Digimon. That Kawagamon was very close, though. I almost forgot about him. Because he happens, like, he shows up like right at the beginning of the episode and is just never there again. Blackwell Greymon just looks him and carries on. Yeah, she's like, huh, okay, yeah. Maybe that Kawagamon was invisible. Oh my gosh, <gasps> he willed himself to be invisible. Kawagamon is secretly the most overpowered Digimon. It just doesn't know it. Ah, uh, it's so good. The digital world's smartest Kawagamon. Yes. And now he will never appear again, almost certainly. <laughs> never again. Although, if we see a kid with like a, a Kunamon or a, a Kawagamon, then I'm, yeah, that's that Kawagamon. <laughs> You're right, yeah. It's like, oh, there it is! There's the there's the person! I'm pretty certain there is one in the Digimon World Torok. I think so too, which would be great. We've created a headcanon for that being this Kawagamon. Yeah, okay. Next question. Who was worse, Davis or the guy that got rid of two of his Pokemon? Gee, I wonder. At least Davis was trying to help his friends. Ash just gave him away. So I think we're in agreement on that one. <laughs> 
He's only got four Pokemon out of six. Yeah, yeah. None of them are evolved. And two of them are grass type. Ash has got so much work to do. Just just to try and redeem himself. He's been to the Orange Islands too. He's been to Kanto, the Orange Islands, now he's in Johto, and still, still doesn't have this whole training thing down yet. Not even to like ten year old's idea of how Pokemon works, which is only attacking moves that do the most power possible and evolving as much as you can. Like, he doesn't even have that. It's just, yeah, I'm going to give everything that's good away and keep all the weak little ones and have no type coverage. I feel like it's worth saying that Ash has been voted worse than Davis for the last seven episodes in a row. Gee, I wonder why. <laughs> and yet still, Pokemon's won a few of those. Yeah, because sometimes the episode is good enough to justify it's just that ash is bad ash is so bad so bad so bad so very bad but now let's look at the other characters that aren't them who were our favorite human characters i actually don't know i want to say despite forgetting his name i did pick aiden as my favorite you did because he's the only one that didn't do anything particularly bad he was just a nice guy he wasn't a sore loser his, his water, war turtle team were good. You know what I think I'm going to pick? I'm going to pick Yoli because there was a moment in the, the episode where she was like, it's like, oh, why are you so scared, kid? Oh, wait, you used to be the Digimon Emperor. You used to be brave. Oh, but don't worry. I, I don't blame you for that. It's fine. Uh, oh, by the way, the thing that we saw down in the chasm wasn't Gatomon's tail ring. It was one of your black rings. But that's okay. It's not your fault. Oh, wait, I'm making it worse, aren't I? I can relate to that sort of awkward, like, digging yourself deeper and deeper into a hole that you can't work your way out of because you're just making it worse and worse and worse and worse. I don't know. I felt like a lot of Digimon's characters started rambling too much. Yeah, a little. Like, words just spewed out of their mouths. Spew, spew. Spew, spew. Friendship. Friendship. <laughs> friendship, yeah. Yay. Darkness and friendship. Friendship, darkness, I friendship, darkness. Don't fall to the darkness. I'm your friend. I love you, Yoli. <laughs> Yoli, I can feel your love. <laughs> uh, yeah, a lot of Digimon was just kind of cliche. Just like buzzword, buzzword. Friendship, hope, light, darkness. It was like it's like what I've seen of Kingdom Hearts, <laughs> which is not a good thing. Kingdom Hearts is very bad. If you enjoy it, that's fine, but it is very bad. <laughs> it's not written well. No. I mean, Aiden is guilty of getting Ash involved in this whole thing at all. So, Aiden is partly responsible for Squirtle being that's discarded. very true, yeah. If Ash had just moved on and went like, hey guys, have a good look at the competition, then Squirtle would still be there. Yeah, or if Aiden went, wait a sec, you're not a qualified firefighter and it would be irresponsible to enter you in this competition. <laughs> but no, you're just like, oh, it's cool, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. I already made a call and everything. This 10-year-old is qualified to fight fires. Yeah, totally. Totally. That's how that works. Let's bring 10-year-olds into fire. Well, I guess 10-year-olds can catch fire Pokemon, though. So I guess in this world, that's actually okay. <laughs> Why wasn't Cyndaquil on his firefighting team? Because it breathes fire. <laughs> like, Pikachu was allowed. That would be the only way Ash could be stupider, was if he got Cyndaquil and was like, Okay, Cyndaquil, burn the flames out. I mean, it works with, works with forest fires. They, like, make an opposing fire. So they cancel each other out. That only works in forest fires because it's just burning trees. 
if you're talking about like a house that has people in it or there's stuff around you, you can't just start another fire to have the two burn each other out. It just causes more fire. Fine. All I want is for Ash to burn to death, okay? Wow, that's gruesome. I'd just like him to leave and we change to a different point of view character, but yeah, okay, death is okay too, I guess. Why are Broken Misty even still following him around? Because they're idiots. They're gym leaders. They could be doing so much more with their lives, and instead they're like, yeah, let's follow Ash around until he gets bored, I guess. Brock wants to be the best breeder ever. Cool. He has a motive. I haven't got a clue what Misty's there for. Misty is just there. What does she want? What's her goal? I don't know. I think she wants to get more water Pokemon or something. Maybe. Yeah, but she could be much more effective doing that on her own. And she's not caught a single water Pokemon <laughs> in her whole time with Ash, I think. Pokemon's bad. It is. It is very bad. Anyway, which storyline was bad? See, the thing is, I want to say it was Digimon... But Digimon was kind of boring. I almost want to say Pokemon, but Pokemon was sad and frustrating. But I felt something. Then again, Digimon did have Kuagamon. Hmm, this is hard. I actually don't know what I want to pick. I like how that, like, ten seconds of talking Kuagamon is the only thing defending Digimon. I'd argue that Digimon's storyline was better. Because didn't involve an unqualified child fighting fires. That's true. It'd be like, I don't know, if, if Davis decided to try and fight fires. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that should never happen, but... It shouldn't happen. But then Ash comes along and she's like, hey, I want to I wanna compete. Let me do it. But again, like, Digimon's weird because in Digimon, no one knows about these monsters that exist. Like, they're a special, like, hidden thing. In Pokemon, this is how the society works. Like, this is the world. So if a kid is allowed to catch a fire Pokemon, then a kid being able to fight a fire isn't that weird to me because it's like you're already allowed to have the dangerous thing anyways so sure you can help work to prevent it you know like you're already put in more dangerous situations than a burning building by just catching these monsters so i I don't know i guess that one doesn't bother me as much i just wish ash would stop turning up at at places and acting like he's a professional yeah he's it's dumb i i was actually going to be really upset if he won this one he did Kind of. It was his squirtle on the the winning team. But still, it's like, at least he wasn't like, I just defeated the three-year reigning champion of this thing with this this Pokemon I never trained ever. It's just that good. Neither storyline was good. Yeah. They were both pretty boring, kind of pointless. Like, they they were sort of masquerading as important things. Like, the, the Dark Ocean, I think, is just gone now. And Squirtle is also just gone now. I honestly don't know what to pick. I'll be honest. Okay. Eh. Personally, I, pr- I think I prefer Digimon and its storyline. Okay. Go ahead and just double Digimon, then. Well, I'll just vote Digimon, too, because I honestly don't know which one I prefer. I mean, storyline doesn't count for any points. It's kind of just discussion. So, it doesn't matter too much. Neither was good, really. They were both... Eh, plot-wise. But now we have to pick which of these bad episodes was better. Yeah, that's the one I- that's the one I'm not sure about. I don't know which one's better. I mean, I know which one I enjoyed less, and it was Pokemon, because Ash is pure evil. (laughs) Ash is a a mastermind of evil, yeah. Just the worst. 
I just hate when they orchestrate this whole situation so that Ash has an excuse to get rid of a Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of unforgivable. <laughs> it's like, why? It's just Ash moving backwards. And it's it's 24 minutes of my life wasted. <laughs> well, the point is he's going to catch a new Pokemon and it'll be so darn cool. It could be weeks before we see him catch another Pokemon. We have no idea when it's going to happen, but it will happen eventually because he gave away two. Like, that's a lot. So I feel like he's going to catch something next episode because it's weird that he left Heracross and gave away Squirtle. You have more hope than I do. <laughs> I want it to be good! <laughs> like, I'm excited to see what he catches next. Problem is, I don't think it'll be anytime soon for some reason. Probably not. I'll be very happy if I'm proved wrong. Please let us be wrong. Please. Ash needs to recover and fast, because he's just so bad. He's done so many bad things. <laughs> That's why he won't recover. He's too bad. I'm sorry, Stevie. I don't think there's much reason to have hope. Oh, we settled then that Digimon gets the point. Yeah. Yeah. I want to give Digimon the point, because they didn't, they didn't hurt me. They didn't destroy friendships. No one died. No one was given away. Yeah. And also, they have, they have lesbians. That's good. Lesbians are good. And we got to talk about potential Digimon wedding. That does make the score uh, 16, 15 to Pokemon still. It's it's so back and forth now. Yeah, which is good. I'm glad there's like competition. It's not just like, Digimon is awful and Pokemon's okay. Mm, there was a, a good streak for Pokemon, then Digimon brought it back. And now it's kind of just back and forth. Yeah, because Digimon finally got to their plot. Digimon had its Ken arc, finally. Right, they had they had the point of the series happen. I don't know what Blackwater Greymon's going to be like. I think it might be Pokemon's battle to lose. I don't know, but I bet if we play Sonic Adventure, it'd probably let us know. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's end this. <laughs> Next time, we'll be discussing the 32nd episodes. No big whoop! Has an exclamation mark. Whooper! Yay! Might be. I hope so. Whooper's cool. I love Whooper. Um, and for Digimon, it's If I Only Had a Heart. Oh boy, it's angsty Black War Greymon episode. <laughs> it's gonna be angsty. I have no- I am a tortured soul, but I have no heart. I was born as a feelingless monster. Oh, I remember. It'll be a, a good watch. Uh, but if you want to talk about today's episodes, you can reach us on Twitter and in the Moncast Discord. And you can support the show via Patreon to gain access to the Moncast Uncut uh, for just $2 a month, of course. A big thank you to Chisai for joining me today. Where can the people find you? You can find me on, let's see, Tumblr, DeviantArt, the Moncast Discord. I think that's it. Uh, oh, and Twitter. Come talk to me if if you care about talking to me. You don't have to talk to me. But you also can if you want to. It's, it's up to you. Talk to us, but don't feel like you have to. But don't feel like you can't. It goes both ways. Do what you want. <laughs> I have made a new, like, watch-along channel in the Discord. So if you want to talk about episodes, you can go in there. And other people can talk about it with you as well. Yeah, it's fun. So all the links are in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening, and until next time, bye-bye. Bye! 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 Maybe I just screamed, Stevie. I don't think I've ever properly wailed or screamed like that. 
Really? It's actually kind of fun. You have a bad day, you just come home and you just scream as loud as you can. I doubt my neighbors would appreciate it. That's true. They might think something's wrong. Probably not a good idea. <laughs> bye bye, Squirrel. Oh, no, Stevie, you're making me sad. What? How have we lost? Charizard! Squirtle! Butterfree. I think that's it. Uh, oh, I miss Butterfree and Charizard and Pidgeot and oh, I miss the Pokemon. I feel like Ash has lost more this season than he's caught. <laughs> I think he has.